0: Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is episode 291 of Two Bikes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at I nitgear, will Tell you more about them shortly. Uh, a little bit of ambient noise in the background, Stephen, because we are once again firstly together as our Hotel. as is our commitment, we and we're in the same us, place as last week. We should ask them for a sponsorship. Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're here two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row at the uh, QT in yeah, all Sydney. The free publicity they're getting. I think we send them an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if they pay it. I don't think they will. Um, so we're uh, we're just uh, we're here an hour early for a lunch uh, with our good mates at Alcatel uh, here at the QT Hotel. But more importantly, we're here to bring you the latest technology news here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. <laughs> I think we kick it off this week with um, Samsung's TV launch, which is, uh, there's so much to it in terms of uh, timeliness and, and information. Timeliness first, Stephen. Geez, they brought this thing forward, it feels like. It's not normally this far forward, and LG's oh, is conveniently in a couple of weeks. Yes. Um, just felt. It felt less uh, less big than in previous... Like, normally they'd have a large, you and know, event. Be, no, well, but it was it we'll, was oh, just a sit-down me. table you dinner. Were I was, you you weren't there. You had a
1: well, radio show. One of us has a radio time. show. Okay. Oh, sorry. But I was there, and it was actually... It was held at the Opera House,
0: this the event. The last time they had a big thing at the Opera House for the Galaxy S5 or something, it was like a 1,000 people in a yeah, the theatre, and, you know... This different.
1: is just all tech... I'm sure they would have had a lifestyle media mm. event as well, but it was appropriately li- appropriately big enough... <laughs> If I can say that, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, that's the, and the timing, <laughs> and the timing of it was—I think it was about the same time as last year. That this is TV season. Nah,
0: we, mate, all know, uh, we all know. We all know. Man, I'm telling you, this is early. So you're saying that they're trying to cut LG's grass? Is Correct. Right. Yeah, because LG's got the wallpaper thin one coming out in a couple of weeks. Oh. They're, they're desperate to make sure they keep the headline on them because you know they've got a bit of a flow going on here. If they have got the TV now, we've got the uh, the phone it's in safe. a couple of weeks. Yep. So I think that they've got a bit of momentum. But and maybe we'll talk a little bit it either now or later. Thank you. Um, just getting our drinks delivered. Thank you so much. We should definitely do it here every week. Um, there is there is a, a real head-to-head battle going on with LG and Samsung. Now, interestingly, LG is nowhere near Samsung in the TV market and then absolutely nowhere near them in the mobile phone market, yet they rightly act like they are and they are literally going head-to-head. It's really interesting. So QLED, Q stands for quantum yeah, call, as in quantum dot-
1: it's QLED. Oh,
0: it still looks like OLED with a little dash through yeah, it, though. No, yeah. it um, like, I don't
1: know whether that was intended or not. But, oh, do but you they've think? Had, they've had quantum dot for a couple of
0: years. This is my point, right? Quantum dot's not new. They've had it for a couple of years. Last year, we had a quantum <laughs> physicist tell about the buddy TV, right? <laughs> riveting material, too. Oh, wasn't and, it? What? And
1: they've but, added alloy now to the quantum dot. It's alloy, quantum
0: dot alloy material. Well, why isn't it called QALED? Oh, so my know. point is that know. they, I believe they have changed the branding to QLED specifically to take LG on at the OLED level because OLED is Possibly. a different technology yes. and I don't know about you but I've had questions all week about people saying so should I get LED or QLED? It's the same bloody it's thing LED. with with the yeah. quantum dot, it's right? LED
1: on steroids but uh, like
0: in terms of the,
1: like, forget what you call it forget how it works just looking at this TV it's a remarkable improvement from their TV just a year ago so the QLED has, has got really great color, great brightness as well. Because we live in, It's a very, we've got a lot of sun, sunny days in our mm. country. We live in open plan houses that are bright. So the, this is a TV that's got their Q9's got 2000 nits brightness, which is twice as much as last year's television. Mm. It's also got 100% color volume. And what that means in, in a nutshell is that the colors are expressed accurately no matter what kind of brightness it's at. So mm. it's like when you take a Coke can out in the sun, it's gonna be really red. In a dark room, it's not very red.
0: But the colour of the Coke can oh. hasn't changed, has it?
1: <laughs> that was the example. Of no, I,
0: I, I hear. So yeah. here's the thing about brightness and nits and all that kind of stuff and, and new quantum dots. When you sit down in front of the TV and watch a movie. So I sat down yesterday and I watched uh, San Andreas, which is the same movie the I TV. watched on the last yeah. year's Samsung, right? And I'm sitting there going, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, in fact. But... I think in everyday use, I'm not. I'm still not. I'm not. I'm not sure. It just jumps out at you. Yeah. Oh, you got to remember though, people aren't buying a TV, TV two years ago and buying a new one now. Of course, not. Of these course are, not. people that are buying these have got five-year-old TVs and will be spectacularly blown away. I think, mate. And we'll talk about pricing at the end, but. I think forget the uh, forget the nits and the quantum dots. I think there, there's two key features of the Samsung TVs which they should be pushing. The first one is their interface; it's brilliant. And yes. the same as last year, it, been moved yeah, yeah. forward a little bit. But yeah. oh, we've got one at home; we've been like we've been using it as our basic TV. Mm. It's unbelievable their interface. So and they've matched LG on that now. But the number one thing about this TV this year, they've always had this. Or for the last couple of years, they've had this single cable running down from the TV to your entertainment unit. You know. This year, it's mm basically a little fibre optic cable. It's a yeah. tiny little cable. I didn't see it until I went up close to the TV.
1: But the, they've also got now also the zero gap wall mount. So if you want to mount it, and they actually did a demo, that the m- mounting the TV, it would take you 10 minutes, and you can do it on your own. It's really easy to do. The visible cable, another great feature,
0: Zero-gap yeah. wall mounting. I wonder yeah. where they got that idea from. Well, you know, they wanted to give people the option of mounting They're it on the wall. are about to go head-to-head head with a company that has Absolutely. a yeah. wallpaper-thin yeah. TV. I think it's smart. I but think everyone I think... should be looking at these kind of mounting solutions. Well, let's
1: talk prices, okay? Pricing, oh. the, the OLED, we don't know what it's going to be, but it, if it's under $10,000, i am a monkey's uncle, right? If it's under ten, No, it's a $15,000 exactly TV. right. But the Q9, which is a top-of-the-range Samsung TV, starts at 9500 I that's think for the that is yeah. Eighty-eight inches, forty 40,000. that's right. And seventy-five inches are lazy, fifteen thousand. So, if they're talking price to price with LG, if they want to have a price war, I think they're they're in the same ballpark. If you're looking at that high-end market, the OLED is obviously not going to be for your average mum and dad to buy, the wallpaper OLED, and these TVs aren't either. So, if it just comes down to picture quality
0: and wow factor, mm. who's going to win that? Okay, well, let, let me put this to you then, okay? QLED, Q9, their best TV at 65 inches. Let's call it nine and a half grand. Well, yep. If LG's OLED, because remember, the OLED will come out at, at five, 55 50 inch yeah, and 65. Yeah. If the, it,
1: I think it's just, is it only 65 they're bringing out? I think it's only just 65. Oh, okay, right. OLED, oh, oh, the wallpaper, just, of yeah, course. Yeah, the
0: wallpaper, You've got to remember OLED, that OLED, yeah. OLED comes in a bunch of different form factors. Yeah. The wallpaper... Yeah. It's, mate, it could be twenty grand. It doesn't matter. The people buying that are going to buy that no matter what the price. Yeah. But if you were buying a twenty seventeen LG OLED sixty five inch TV, not the wallpaper one, just the you yes. know standard mount, yep. and it was nine thousand, f- and it was nine thousand five. It, mate, it's going to be, be cheaper than yeah, that. Yeah. I wouldn't so buy an a QLED. OLED will be cheaper than a QLED. I think that's Samsung. QLED. That is Samsung pretending they're better mm. just based on their brand.
1: But, big but comes in here. The Q7, which is, isn't obviously as good as the Q9, it's the flat TV as well. How is it different other than the number well, of nits? It's not as bright, uh, and that is nearly half the price. So That's what I'm saying. Is it
0: just the brightness, though? It, it is the
1: brightness. It, I think there are other couple of features which off the top of my head I can't remember, but if you are if you just want to think, go and buy a new 2017 TV, the Q7 would do Eighty percent of customers say yeah.
0: No, at, at sixty-five inches, at six and a half grand, six in, in half. three or four months, it'll be six grand.
1: Well, it probably and can... some retailers might knock that down to five triple nine. You don't you don't know if retailers might just have it. They just might smash it down. So, I think that's kind of where the the that's their bread and butter. There, the Q seven, Q eight is the curved. Which, funny enough. Other brands have abandoned curved TVs. Yet Samsung, and this is them telling me, sell forty percent
0: of their stock is curved. And, but that's in this space, right? In the Q, Q8, se- Q- no, but in the Q7, Q8, Q9, forty yeah. percent of that might be no. because of their premium range. In the rest of the world of TVs, no one's buying the bloody things, right? So, look, I think it's, I think the pricing is um, huge. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's not, look, it's you not surprising. Pay for what you get, and I've got to say,
1: remarkable TV. The no, quality no. of the TV, remarkable. You, yeah. you will be stunned How
0: good it is I just um, And I don't think uh, You know A few hours Watching movies Is going to do it for me I think mm-hmm. I, I, so you I mean, need you have had this At home have you No <laughs> okay.
1: No well, sorry, I'm checking Into a hotel To watch it tonight
0: Yeah so am I yeah. well, Tonight so Bringing Jackson it's no, Tonight yeah, yeah. yeah right You'll be down To, we'll the old to hang out
1: mate. The boys will hang out well, I've got the radio show Do you want to look after Jackson For a few sure, hours well, you can
0: watch TV with me. <laughs> As long as he doesn't mind Watching the footy or something <laughs> Well I don't want to Break it to you mate Does he
1: like footy or something
0: I just don't want to Break it to you there's no free-to-air plugged into the TV. Ah, uh, that, that could be an issue I'd be
1: staying That's
0: at a deal-breaker. Deal <laughs> I'd be ringing up, and can you ring on my behalf as well and ask them to make sure the, the TV's plugged in? Because when I, I popped in yesterday for a quick look, yeah. and all you could do was play the Xbox and Blu-ray. Okay. That's it. I'll be bringing plenty of my own material. <laughs> movies, I <on> mean.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm talking about Movies. The I mean, what sort of 4K movies? movies, okay. Not home movies. Oh, sorry, you are on. And and yeah, there's no there's no pay uh, TV. I'll but I'll just have to bring the
1: uh, the old the old iPad and watch Foxtel till go Fair on the go. Anyway, I
0: think that so you're there tonight, eh? We could have recorded this tonight, <laughs> mate. We were running, running around like madmen trying to get the time together. We could have done it tonight. Good anyway. news is people can be listening to this tonight Absolutely. now that we finally Absolutely. got it out this week. Yeah. Um, but in in bottom line, they are a beautiful TV. The quality is amazing. I just wonder what will happen at this price point in a retail store yeah. when people are faced with the OLED versus QLED yeah. challenge.
1: It's, it's, it'll be an interesting one, actually, to put them side by side. The LG. Point, point. And one thing that Samsung didn't even mention was the black level on their TVs. I know, and, and with, with respect to LG, they, they, of course it's OLED. It's got really deep blacks. But I tell you what, the Samsung QLED black level, Wow. Incredible. OLED-like black levels. So okay. you see the head-to-head comparison.
0: Well, we, we wait to get that opportunity. Um, full review or full full pricing details at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Reviews as they come, and uh, you can check those out uh, on our websites. Keep in touch with us on Twitter, at Trevor Long and at Stephen Um I said um, someone tweeted me like a narky. Uh, with oh, yeah. a ph, I, I say. Sort of fennec that, fennec is that, do you do ph- not p-h- like p-h- it when I say that? No, no, I don't like it. I, I, I just instinctively.
1: I think, I think our I, listeners know my name. I don't need to say it anymore. No, I don't do think, think, think so. Know. Yeah, okay. I think I think they know my name and how it's spelled. But yeah, some I forget the guy's name, but he's smart ass It was actually quite a funny little tweet because he said ph spelled Fennec with a ph. It looked quite funny. Okay,
0: Stephen Fennec. If you if you find a difference, is there another Stephen Fennick with a with a v?
1: Maybe, but I'm the only S C E P H E N Fennec. There's no one or anything by my name. I got in early and got that. As I am on Instagram, too. I'm on Instagram, I'm still
0: Oh, la-di-da. I'm
1: not like an AU after my name like some other people I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks for your time. Uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen
1: Fenwick. Well, it was interesting news from Telstra yesterday and great news for regional and rural Australians when they announced they'd just completed their 100th black spot upgrade so they're they're part of a federal government program called funny enough the mobile Blackspot program where they've got a plan 577 sites in australia and the hundredth happened to be in color in in victoria in victoria's southern grampians to be precise and uh andy penn was there telstra ceo your mate andy and uh, he, was, uh, he was on hand to say, well, this is just part of the big plan they've got. And as a result of these 100 black spots, there's more than 50,000 square kilometres of improved mobile, mobile coverage for regional users. And yeah. we take for granted how good the mobile coverage is totally. here. We don't live out, out in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere where... You would argue, i do. Well, <laughs> uh, but the, these, these, and I've had a lot of people replying to my Facebook post of this, saying, "Oh, we still can't use the phone." Where oh, I leave it, it's all the negative comments saying, "I wish they'd get the move, move there, you know what?" And be, hurry up and do it out here. But uh, I think, look, they're they're moving in the right direction. And this, I understand, is a program where other telcos can co-invest yeah. in this program so that they can all use
0: the. Well, yeah. So basically, what what happened is the each of the telcos gets to put in a bid to say, "We want to we want to build these sites." and the government allocates money to each of the telcos. So Vodafone, Optus and Telstra have all got funding for different sites. Um, Vodafone's going to build some sites up near my mum's place, for example, Optus. I spoke to a bloke. There was a sad lack of coverage when we were there last year. That's the beauty of the Walk Road Hotel, Stephen. Um, I spoke to a bloke last night on the radio show called um, Trevor Wright, and he uh, runs... uh,
1: No. I thought you would have
0: had Andy Penn, Didn't Andy no. Penn? Grace, you on for his show, mate. Mate, he's been on too often. So go away. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Um, overexposure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Me. Overexposure. <laughs> wow. Um, anyway, so Trevor Wright runs a little uh, little aeroplane company called Wrights Air in William Creek, South Australia. Fifteen hour drive north of of Adelaide, right? So you draw a line from Brisbane across, it's in the middle of the country. Now, they have had no uh, mobile data service. They've got like a, a probably, voice. Probably no power being in South Australia. Oh. Not, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh, but fair. Anyway, this bloke's basically bought the whole town. He owns the pub, he owns everything. There's All like right. four houses there, right? Anyway, so he's filthy about this. And over time, he's lobbying the telcos and the government. And some bike called Vin from Optus gets Vin. right on board. And they've installed a little satellite dish on his airplane hangar and a little mobile tower as a part of the mobile black sport program. And they've now got three kilometres of, of coverage. He says the data speeds are better than the NBN at some times because they've got satellite NBN as well. And now workers in his pub, let alone visitors, on their drive through to Data or wherever they're going, can now Facebook, they can yeah. get in touch with people, they can check the maps, they can do all those things. That's what the mobile black spot program covers. Isn't it amazing, that, like I said before, how we take for granted our connectivity? Yeah. But
1: when you don't have it, what... Is, don't you feel lost? Like imagine, like your kids, my kids have had the internet their whole life, yeah. and it's an expectation, not not a not a
0: not a bonus. Like we, when when we first got it, we thought, wow, yeah, this is handy. Well, what about this? Uh, completely off subject, but I saw a, a tweet this morning that Chris Rock, you know, committing Chris Rock's got a show coming up, and it's a no phone zone. Now, when you, so you in, you yeah. When, yeah, when you check in, yeah, when you're check in, you given – I can't remember the brand, but you get some sort of special pouch that you have to put all your devices yes. into. which use this pouch. Which, which you it's then keep. sealed. Right? You can't you, touch your phone. Yeah, you keep it. And then you, if you want to get to your phone, you have to go out to the lobby and get it unsealed, yes. use the phone there, and then go back so in. So they used the same thing for the Rogue One screenings last year. So
1: they, the guy put my phone and my son was – we put them in together – Sealed it up, and I, and I thought I handed it into him. He goes, "No, no, you hold it. You can only unlock it when you come out again. It's, a, it's like a really super magnetic lock." So they don't have to run yeah. a cloak room, yes. but they've but they've so covered cool. off the the knee. Smart,
0: yeah, that's good. And so so, so would you want people to film it, or doesn't want people to record it and share it? I don't know, but I, I'd struggle, mate. Really? I'd be I'd be really? having the shakes, mate. <laughs> I'd be having the <laughs> shakes Our after two days.
1: hours. Yeah, really? Oh well, you know, when we saw when we saw like Rogue One. And like the, you're thinking, my my phone's right here. I can't and I can't get to it. That was a little bit off-putting, but because there was uh, would have been plenty of stuff I'd love to tweet about it. But anyway, it, anyway, was, it tel- was only a short time.
0: Back on topic, Telstra have hit their 100 sites. Um, the the total number is is quite large. Vodafone had a huge number of the first round sites. Still many more sites to be rolled out. But good, Four a good initiative.
1: Million dollars it's worth. My,
0: my only concern is that uh, with government funding, I. I I think it should have been done so that when Telstra builds the site they have to be they're they're forced basically to lease access at a price to Optus and Vodafone because you've got this tower going up in bloody William Creek with, with Optus coverage what if you're a Telstra customer and you want to do something so it's a it's just a bit weird that we spend government money on something that doesn't benefit everyone. Mm-hmm. So that's and, a bit strange. Meanwhile, we're all wondering when the NBN's going to get to certain parts of the country too. So oh, I'm not uh, wondering. It's on the website, nbnco.com.au. You to, please please don't waiting, mention, we'll please don't mention the NBN this week. I've had a rough, yeah, rough week yeah, talking yeah. with trolls and complete idiots um, on the interwebs. troll-free day today, mate? Didn't you get a break today? Uh, Today's
1: I just, troll-free day, isn't it? It's
0: anti-bullying day today. Oh, no, I bully back. Yeah, there you go. Jeez, <laughs> don't mess with Trevor. I'm going to troll you myself now to see what happens. And if anyone from Internet Australia is listening, I still want to know who funds you, how many members <laughs> you've got. And by the way, I joined. I'm now a member. I see everything. Uh, two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, Stephen, a couple of dramas with batteries this week um, and, yes. and very different stories. Let's handle them separately. The ATSB, Australian Transport Safety Bureau, um, put out a, a, an important reminder to people about how to keep and store batteries on flights and not to put them in your stowage and all this kind of stuff. Be careful if you drop them down your seat. All That's bad. one mistake people make, yep. especially in business
1: class, which I've heard about. Is <laughs> <laughs> one day you'll hear about economy. <laughs> is it, if it goes down the side of your seat the first thing people try to do is to actually recline the seat so they can look underneath. Yeah. That and can crushes, crush the phone and pierce yeah. the battery.
0: So this uh, earlier in the week, an Australian woman was in Beijing. She got on an Air China flight. We've now confirmed what airline it was. An Air China flight to, heading to Melbourne. Two hours into the flight, she hears a loud bang, turns, and realises it's her bloody ear that's yeah. on fire, basically. Her headphones are on yeah. fire. They get thrown to the floor. Her hair's singed. Her face is blackened. Yes. And the flight attendants put... Head put the phones in, in a bucket of water and then they put them in a sealed case and the flight continues and she comes home. It Just stinks of burnt plastic and electronics. And singed yeah. hair, which yeah. is an Ooh. awful smell. Terrible. So here's my problem with this. There's no information about what headphones she had. Well, and we, do, we do uh, know that it's her, they were her headphones. Yep. They yep. weren't airline issues. And, and there's no information about what batteries they were because what yeah. we do know is they, they aren't um, – it isn't the battery. It's not an internal battery to the headphones. They're removable batteries, yeah, they're so like, they're like, like double a A's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're double A batteries essentially. Now
1: – There's oh, some speculating we can do here.
0: Oh, yeah. We oh, could break can, down the brands. I speculate. Yeah, they're, spec- not,
1: they're not the Sonys. Well, the only other brand, if they're noise cancelling, yeah. that
0: takes a AAA battery are the Bose... QC25s. 25s, yeah, yeah, The yeah. over-ear
1: ones.
0: Yeah. QC35s have, now have internal battery yes. with, with USB charge. charging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, interesting. QC25s, the brand, yeah. QC25s are the most common on the market, yeah. I would argue. Now, this, let, is like oh, a one, this is a very uncommon thing. Totally. It's, it's, yeah. But here's the problem. Right, it happened. And and yeah, yeah. and we don't know why it happened. Yeah. And I rang the ATSB. They're not investigating. I rang CASA. They're not putting out a warning. Ago. It
1: happened like 5 weeks. Ago.
0: They're not investigating because yeah. happened on an air China plane, not their problem. Happened yeah. not over Australian airspace, yeah, not their problem. their problem. Yeah. So look, oh, it does worry me a little bit that some batteries exploded and we don't know why. Yeah, that absolutely. that troubles me a touch. Yeah, of but then we move on to the second story, which is a bloke in Queensland goes on a mobile phone repair store mm-hmm. with his yeah, iPhone yeah. 6, I think it is, yep. um, and he's standing there, he's got the phone in his hands, and it just, poof, smoke pours out of it. he throws it on the bench in front of him, and uh, fire extinguisher down, and it, the screen's popped off it, and it's it's, it's nightmarish. But it was a damaged phone, though, wasn't it? Here's the thing, right? I- I'm, you know, not a rap on News Limited and Fairfax at the best of times, but the, the headline, <laughs> oh, well, mate, the headline yeah. was like an iPhone was exploding, yeah. and this was a risk. This was a Samsung-style risk. Of now, it's it. I mean, it's just so low because the fact is, you look at the video, and I could see the bloke squeezed it for a start. I'm like, hey, on, what, what happened there? Squeezed it. He squeezed. He squeezed the screen. Like he's pushed on the screen, right? And I'm, that's a bit weird. Oh. And then you see the top shot, and you realise it's a smashed screen, and not yeah. a crack. I mean, yeah. smashed screen. Yeah. Yeah. And so I read some comments like, oh, there should be a recall. No, 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 calm down, everyone. It's awful. It's, uh, we're glad everyone's okay. But the screen most likely damaged the battery when it was broken, and he just literally set it off at that last minute. Could have happened anywhere. Could have happened anytime. time. Um, I don't think all iPhones are affected. I think it's just a reminder to people that when you smash your screen that bad, you may have done internal internal damage to the battery. This isn't the first time. I remember reading and writing a story about an iPhone that smoked up a
1: battery on a plane that, like three, four years ago. It was an iPhone 4. So it's not, it's not impossible for this to happen. It's not very common, but the, for people to call for an iPhone recall is ridiculous. Just like the headphone brand, which we can speculate what it was, it wasn't at fault either uh it, it's and in the case of the samsung the note 7 everyone of course thought about how many times did you fly during the last six months exactly. have you got a note 7 don't bring it on a couple of years ago it was a hoverboard you couldn't take on board now you've got to remember we, even with samsung and my info is that the number of incidents that occurred compared to the number of devices sold could have could have they could have even gone ahead without a recall they could have gone ahead and just and watched saying, phones well, well, explode across the it world. It just became such a viral thing where any little error with a phone, and there were three million of them in the market, was was a massive story. And of course, they did the right thing. They didn't want to take a chance, and they recalled them. But you know, it, it is it's become a literally a hot topic this week. The batteries. Oh. So uh, we're uh, we've covered it all in uh, the, the the headphones, the iPhone. As, as long as it doesn't happen to us, I
0: think is what people are probably thinking, as long as it does happen to me. And, and thankfully, all the people involved are okay. Absolutely. Uh, read about those stories at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. <laughs> We live in a world where our connected devices have become an indispensable tool of our lives. Introducing the Netgear Nighthawk X10 Smart Wi-Fi Router. Built using the latest in Wi-Fi technology, the X10 allows users to get faster Wi-Fi speeds using multiple devices simultaneously and it's perfect for 4K streaming, virtual reality and super fast data transfers. The X10 features the latest in 11AC and 11AD network technology allowing users to wirelessly transfer data at 4.6 gig a second. This means you're 4K video will take seconds, not minutes, to transfer. The Nighthawk X10 smart Wi-Fi router is also built to meet the needs of today's connected home. From connected deadbolts, smart lights, Arlo Wi-Fi cameras, the four powered active antennas reduce interference and intelligently direct Wi-Fi across large distances. The Nighthawk X10 is the first router with the Plex media server built in. Plex organises all of your video, music and photo collections and gives you instant access to your content using an always-on router. Wirelessly stream 4K video to any device jitter-free for the ultimate family new movie night the netgear nighthawk x10 smart router contains quad core processor for unparalleled speed and power to keep up with your fast-paced lifestyle for more information visit netgear.com.au netgear nighthawk x10 the world's fastest wi-fi router
1: Well, today being we're recording on a Friday, it's actually the National Day of Action Against Bullying and Violence. Well, oh, I, want room, well, I want you out of the room, then. That's today. Well, you out of the room? It is. Uh, it is. Uh, actually, it is. What, up, Steve? I know. Well, no, I, I'm actually going to be a bit serious now because this is a pretty serious topic. Especially we can we can joke around all we want, but it is it is a, a thing that's actually gone out of control a little. Sorry, Dad. With uh, with all with all the the, the people that are affected. Let, let's just pick. Just School school age kids for a start, right? The people affected have they've known nothing different than having the internet in their life. When, when we were kids, when I was a kid, not that I got bullied, but if you if you were bullied, it was during school hours, nine to three. You got home, you're good. With this cyberbullying now, it can be a twenty four seven problem, and the. Issue has has reached tragic tragic heights because there have been some kids that have committed suicide, parents and families in
0: in, in, in yeah, stressed you out. You can't deny the suicide rates in younger people. Um, there's a correlation of some form absolutely. to the the online world. Yeah, absolutely right. So,
1: Norton this week released some some tips for not only for for kids but also for parents. And, and it's one thing where a parent can maybe sense whether their child is being bullied if, if you ask any parent can ask a child straight out and oftentimes they deny it the child might say no I'm okay but there are signs that you look for I'll put them on tech I won't go through all of them right now but it's really important that the parents there to help sort of safeguard their child against this problem and if it is occurring to do something about it yeah. to to report them recognise it when it happens record the time report the website that it's happening on yep. little tips like that will and hope, the more people speak up about it and against it yeah. the better the chance of it
0: being totally gone yes. and reducing it speak up about it speak to each other about it talk to your kids about it Absolutely. read this kind of information to stay informed and educated it's the best thing you can do and, and it's look, uh, good advice well, the, the
1: thing i think
0: people need to remember a very simple thing that i was taught that i teach my kids
1: treat people how you like to be treated so if you like getting called an idiot online and being bullied then there's something wrong with you so treat people how you like to be treated
0: I thought that was directed at me, pretty much. Anyway, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Good tips at techguide.com.au. Two
1: Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen
0: Fennick. Now, just quickly before we get to your minute reviews, I thought it was interesting this week that Tag announced, Tag, Hoya, Hua, Hoya, announced uh, the second generation of their connected smartwatch. Can't remember what it's called. Something 45. Doesn't really matter. Fuse
1: style, isn't it
0: called? The, no. the connected modular 45. Connected modular 45. Oh, so, obviously. yeah. I just called up the, yeah, called up the two press. Two price. So here's the thing. We don't even go to each other. But bottom line, it's Android Wear 2.0. It's an advance on last time. It's got tap and go payments, all that kind of stuff. It's an Android Wear watch, so it's going to have what every other watch has got except it's a bloody tag. The construction, the design, so the cost, accessories. 000, it's $2,300. No, is that you wearing one? No, um, two thousand three hundred, which yeah, which is you know a lot of money for a smartwatch, but it's also not a lot of money for a tag, and you combine the two, it's it's good value. But here's what I took out of this: I took out of this that the first one didn't fail. Uh, smartwatch market's not dead. Motorola are out. Huawei stayed in. Samsung are in. Apple's in. Yeah. Apple talk about being the number two watch brand in the world. I think this is very interesting. I think it just shows back into it. Yeah, and stay in it and keep wow. pushing. I heard an interesting thing about the first watch, though. I, I was speaking to a gentleman who bought one,
1: paid a couple of thousand for it, and there was a problem with it. And rather than, say, offer him a replacement smartwatch, they offered him a subsidized real tag, like a, a, like a proper not non-smartwatch mm. version of the phone, which I thought was rather odd, rather than replacing the smartwatch, they said,
0: well, here, take take something that we know works really well, yeah, right. rather than the smartwatch. And maybe that's half the problem with the first yeah. generation of things. Maybe but anyway, I, I, I don't know who'd, who'd be spending two and a half grand on a, on a smartwatch, but if you want to stand yeah. out from the crowd, review one if they oh. sent me one, for, yeah. a, for a few years, for sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, detail that one up at eftm.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen a couple of lovely reviews first up uh, a gaming laptop I love this thing because it's it's actually a really good laptop as yeah. well as its gaming performance. It's a, it's a
1: powerful laptop, absolutely. I quite like it. It's, it's a 14-inch uh, uh, laptop, and it's got a really nice shape. It's not a massive tablet. Uh, nah, what do I keep saying tablet? It's not a massive laptop. It's a good size, but it is powerful. It's running an Intel Core i7 quad-core processor. Uh, it's got an NVIDIA GeForce GTX graphics, graphics card, so it could smash through your games. And also editing video, editing movies, editing photos, it can really power through them as well, can even handle VR games if you've got a HTC Vive through the laptop as well 16 gig of RAM on board and it's pretty thin, it's only 1.79 centimetres, so it's got this precision cut CNC aluminium chassis, so beautiful display, and it's got uh, what I really like about it is the chroma lighting so the the keyboard and all your play buttons you can program to different colours you can choose all these different colour effects on the keys, your USB port Even light up as well. You also get, which is running Windows 10, of course, and it also comes with the FL Studio 12 uh, application, which is one of the popular PC professional music uh, editing, music production suites on board as well. It's uh, The display is available in full HD or 4K versions. Starts at twenty seven ninety nine ninety five, dollars which is, it's a powerhouse though. I think it's, you people pay, you, you, you get what you pay for. And in this case, if you're into your games and into your high-end editing, you can you can connect monitors and everything this thing to this and, and have a terrific experience either way. So that's a 14 inch razor blade, 2799 95 Check it out, techguide.com.au.
0: And if I had a dollar for every set of wireless headphones in my office right now, let alone uh, currently free. for reviews, yes. unbelievable. The ones you've got are the, the kind of premium end, which is not just wireless, but wire-free. This is the Soul Republic Amps Air. So think AirPods, no
1: wires at all, and all, all wire-free. And these are a, f- a fair pair of earphones. I think, w- number one, they're It's not a the very smallest. interesting opening well, well, review. I'll I'll tell you, there's a couple of things that – and I said this in my review – there's a couple of features that made this – prevented this from being a great pair of earphones to just a good pair of earphones. First of all, the size of them. They're actually quite large. If you've got small ears – Forget about it. They're not, going to, they're not going to work very well because they're, they're like two and a half centimetres across. And if, you, you, if you've got room, you sort of twist them in to fit. And I've got decent size ears, so they fit pretty well for me.
0: So, mate, they're, they're, they're completely fine. Don't be like thank that. You, I you. mean, obviously,
1: compared to your massive head. <laughs> they're also <laughs> waterproof and sweatproof. Not that you'd know about the sweatproof. You don't do anything in the gym with your headphones. The uh, They're also... Now, these these can make and receive phone calls as well. Before I get to audio quality, to make and receive phone calls, they're rubbish. (laughs) They're rubbish. That's the best. The mess. microphone is terrible. I did several oh, calls God. to different people, and you were next on my list to, to test it, but I'd already got enough feedback from the people I'd already spoken to. How many people? How far
0: down, was, down the list
1: was, it was I? Was like, it was like... How far down the you list were, was I? Think I, you were about, well, I rang my wife first, my brother, my dad, and then you were probably number oh, four. That's not five, bad. Okay, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. But um, they all said the same thing. It sounds like you're talking to me from the other end of a tunnel. Mm-hmm. So the microphone isn't the best. So if you're thinking of using these on the phone a lot, these aren't the headphones for you. But on the audio side, very impressed. The level of bass was really strong. And s- to the point where if you had them full volume, it kind of drowns out everything else. And that's one advantage they had over the AirPods was that they've got a higher top volume. Like even the AirPods at full volume, yeah, they're not, if you're in a busy street, you can't hear music. That's They're meant for a quieter environment. These don't have that problem. But the, the catch-22 is, is the louder you have it, the more bass- goes in so i sort of had it at about three quarters yeah. the other issue i had was i couldn't tell which was left and right like the the, the, the little l and r and it's not because I, I need glasses or anything but that you couldn't tell which was left and right i had to get a magnifying glass to read the letters on it properly um, and there's the only control you have on the outside of the buttons is to play and pause and use siri but there's no navigation. Like, I tried to double-click to go forward, but that just yeah, brought yes. Siri up. So <clears throat> there were those little issues. I think had if they had have sort of ironed them out a little bit better, these would have been like a four and a half out of five. But with those issues, uh, it sort of degraded them in, the score a little bit. But overall, audio quality was above average. Uh, but those other features, unfortunately,
0: yeah. let it down. Check it out, techguide.com.au. Two
1: blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes
0: Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen all right, time for lunch and uh, enjoy the new products from our friends at Alcatel here at the QT in Sydney, see if we can manage to come back. Oh, no, next week we'll be at the Formula 1. We'll record uh, live from the Formula 1 somewhere. That's but awesome. uh, anyway, next week we're at the Formula 1. The week after that we're in New York for the Samsung event, so we've got a big couple of weeks coming up. Uh, two Blokes Talking Tech, thanks for National listening. Two Blokes Talking <laughs> Tech. Exactly. Hey? Two Blokes Talking Tech, thanks for listening, thanks for downloading, thanks to our sponsors, Netgear. We'll be back again next week. Yeah, I'll think about it. Two
1: Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Finnick.